If the story of Passover wouldn't have existed, you and I would have still been slaves. Passover is the most celebrated Jewish holiday. It's a celebration that is back to the future. It references an event that happened 3,300 years ago, and it helps us welcome the future. It's a bridge that bridges us over from 3,300 years ago till today to the present, and we look to the future. So what is Passover? Passover is an eight-day Jewish holiday that has been celebrated every single year for the last 3,300 years. It's a happy holiday, it's a meaningful holiday, it's an enjoyable holiday. It's a holiday where families and friends get together, we sit around a table and we have a lavish meal that's called the Seder. And at this table, at this event, at this meal, we relive the events that happened 3,300 years ago. We eat certain foods, we drink four cups of wine, we sit around the table as free people. So what is that all about? Let's dive into it. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are the three patriarchs of the Jewish religion. And then there's the four mothers, Sarah, Rebecca, Leah, and Rachel. Jacob was the father of the 12 tribes. He descended to Egypt when there was a great famine in the rest of the area. Jacob descended to Egypt with just 70 family members. In Egypt, he settled in. From those 70 family members, his family grew into a nation, which we know now as the Jewish nation. For the next 210 years, the Israelites, the children of Jacob, the Jewish people, were enslaved by Pharaoh, the King Pharaoh. Originally, Joseph, Jacob's son, was the viceroy of Egypt, and Pharaoh respected him and gave him all the liberties he needed to welcome his family, to bring them to Egypt, to look after his brothers and his family, to get him settled into Egypt. But when that Pharaoh died, another Pharaoh took over, who did not acknowledge Joseph or his family. As a matter of fact, he turned on them, and he began setting decrees began setting the creed that every Jewish male should be thrown into the Nile. And he allowed the girls to live. And then he began enslaving them and then putting them through various difficult enslavement, made their lives miserable. And this carried on for 210 years. During these years, the Jewish men were enslaved in a terrible way. Their lives were bitter and miserable. However, their wives at home was the pillar of the home, and they reassured them 
every night when they came home from this slavery and says, don't worry, one day we are going to be redeemed. Let's pray to God. Let's cry to God. There is a God in heaven and we will be redeemed from this slavery. So for 210 years, that's what they did. They prayed and they cried to God from the bitterness of the slavery. God listened to their cries and God sent Moses to Pharaoh to let the people go. Moses approached Pharaoh and presented him with the message from God that he must let the people go. Pharaoh did not know who Moses was until Moses demonstrated to him some miraculous events that proved that Moses is not just coming on his own behalf, but he's coming on behalf of God. Pharaoh realized that he's not dealing with just a simpleton, but rather a great emissary of God. So at first Pharaoh agreed, then he changed his mind and then began the journey of the 10 plagues. There were 10 plagues that have befallen the Egyptians. The first plague was blood, that all waters in Egypt turned into blood miraculously. Pharaoh saw that, he said, okay, I'll let your people go. And then he changed his mind. The numbers of slaves that he had there numbered to 600,000. In addition, there were a total of three million Jewish people who were living in Egypt, who was amongst the Egyptians. That was a huge part of society. And yet, each time Pharaoh acquiesced and said, we'll let the people go, and then he changed his mind. And this went on to 10 different plagues, until the final plague was the plague of the smitten of the firstborn. And that is when Moses told the Jewish people, your exodus is imminent. And he instructed all of them to take a lamb, to bring it into their home, and to prepare it and get ready for a day of celebration. The day of your freedom is upon you. And he instructed them, when you take this lamb, you're going to use it as a sacrifice. As you prepare the sacrifice, you should take the blood from the lamb, put it on your doorposts, because this final plague about smiting the firstborn is going to happen. And when the angel of death arrives at the doorposts to smite the firstborn of every Egyptian, when he sees the blood of the sacrifice on the doorposts of the Jewish people, the angel of death will pass over the doorposts and not smite the firstborn. Thus has minted the name Passover. That's what Passover meant and means that the angel of death will pass over the doorposts of the Jewish people and only smite the Egyptians who are their captors. And that is exactly what happened on the 15th day of the month of Nisan, which is the Hebrew month, is when the angel of death came and passed over all the Jewish homes and smit the Egyptians firstborn. And Paro eventually acquiesced, relented, and said, okay, you may leave. And thus an exodus has began, a mass exodus of three million people gathering the stuffs together and rushing out of Egypt and heading into the desert. 
and they had no idea where they were heading to. They just know that they are no longer enslaved. And Moses told them, you're going to go, and you're going to go serve God Almighty. And when they left Egypt, they left so hastily that as they were preparing for this celebration, they were preparing bread. But when they left, there was no time for the bread to rise. So the bread remained a flat cracker. That is what we know is the matzah. The matzah is a cracker, ingredients of flour and water. That's it. We celebrate Passover every year to celebrate the birth of our nation, to celebrate the exodus, to celebrate God's kindness to the Jewish people, and to be able to celebrate our faith in God, that even after 210 years, we never gave up. We knew that eventually the redemption is going to come. And we are so grateful to our wives, to the Jewish woman, who kept a spirit in the home, who always reassured us that the Exodus is going to come. And we commemorate it every year by not only realizing and recognizing this amazing miracle, this amazing change of events that happened suddenly. We went from 210 years of slavery to freedom, but also we eat the matzah. We eat something physical. We consume the matzah. We consume the spirit of redemption. We relive the experiences that happened 3,300 years ago today. So every year, it's a comment upon us to pause and to celebrate our exodus, our redemption. The truth to be told, if the story of Passover wouldn't have existed, we, you and I, would have still been slaves. We would have been still stuck in Egypt, in slavery. And there would be no nation, no Jewish people. There would be no revelation on Mount Sinai. We would have not received the Torah. There would not be any other religion. There wouldn't be Christianity. There wouldn't be Islam. The world would be void of the wonderful gift of the Torah, the Bible, the Ten Commandments that God gave us, that changed the world forever, that brought moral and ethics to the world, that brought rhyme and reason to the world. The Torah brought a judicial system to the world. The Torah taught us how society can coexist and what is our mission on this life? Why are we here in this world? So it all begins with the celebration of Passover. And that's why Passover is fundamental for every single Jew to celebrate, to find a place at a Seder table. Read the story of Egypt as it happened then. Relive it as it happens now. And when we sit by the Seder table, in addition to eating the matzah, we drink four cups of wine, representing the four expressions of redemption as recorded in the Bible. We eat bitter herbs. We dip them into salt water. The salt water reminds us of the bitter tears that were shed during the 210 years. But most of all, we sit around the table to be unified as one group of people. 
One of the passages that we read is about the four children that sit by the Seder table, the wise one, the wicked one, the simpleton, and the one that doesn't even know what to ask, referencing that everyone is invited to the Seder table. Everyone has a place, no matter where you are in your Judaism, no matter how religious or how observant you are or not is irrelevant. Just the fact that you are there. My rabbi spoke about not only the four children, there's a fifth child, the child who doesn't even know about Passover. We need to invite them into the Seder table. So if you know someone who does not have a place to be at the Seder, let this year be the year that you invite and you welcome him or her to be at the Seder table. So Passover is truly to be observed by Jewish people because it's a Jewish holiday. The Jews spent 210 years in slavery. However, the rest of the world can celebrate Passover as well. Celebrate your freedom. Say thank you to God for giving us the exodus of Egypt so that we can all exist now and be here now. And the miracle of Passover is not just a Jewish miracle. It's a miracle for the world. So let's enjoy Passover. Let's enjoy everything Passover tells us this year once again. Let's appreciate our freedom, not take it for granted, and pray to God to free us from all the suffering that we have suffered over all these years. One of the most famous passages in the Haggadah talks about how in every generation they rise up against us to take us down, but God Almighty spears us from then. For me, that's very personal because on April 27, 2019, when I survived the mass shooting at our synagogue, the synagogue that I built, when the shooter came in and he was ready to exterminate and murder every single one that was there, he came in and he shot Mrs. Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay right in front of me as I was talking to her with an AR-15. Then he turned his AR-15 on me and four bullets came shooting at me and he shot out my first fingers, my index fingers. However, I survived. As soon as the shooter fled, eventually surrendered, I found my congregation huddling in fear, terror-stricken. I grabbed the chair and I got up on the chair and I quoted these words from the book that we read on the Seder, that in every generation they rise up against us, but God spears us. And I acknowledged how God speared us today. The terrorist came with enough ammunition to kill all of us that were there. He killed one, our hearts go out. However, we all survived. To realize that God survived us, that God speared us now as well. So let's pray and hope that no longer do we have to survive, but we should be able to live to celebrate another Passover. As the last words of the Seder table is, next year in Jerusalem, which represents next year in freedom for all. Happy Passover. God bless you. God loves you.